Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome from Tech Central. Bradley Pulford, the MD of HP South Africa. Phenomenal to have you back on the line. Thank you very, very much for joining us this afternoon. Really excited to hear what you've got to say. And I just want to jump straight into the topic about computers and education. We understand the passion that you bring to HP, and we understand the passion that your team and the reasons behind what you're doing at HP. But can we jump straight into understanding a bit more about why you're doing it? Absolutely. And it's great to be with you. Thanks, James, this afternoon. Look, I think when you consider Africa as a continent, it's very vibrant, it's very youthful, and most certainly when you look at some of the economic indicators, there's no doubt there's a huge need from an educational point of view, but also entrepreneurship. And so, yeah. you know, we really invested in ensuring the future of Africa, and we're very committed to making sure that we partner with the right individuals to drive forward a better Africa of tomorrow. So this is critical for us. I think a couple of things that really come to mind, right? If you think about the last couple of years, a lot of learners have really experienced the impact of the pandemic on education. And certainly what we've seen is that many schools haven't really been ready for this kind of remote learning, if you like. This has really driven a lot of interrupted type experiences or learning for many students. And we're also seeing that, you know, a lot of schools, for example, haven't been ready from an infrastructure point of view for remote learning, as well as not having the right equipment. So this becomes such an important subject for the better good of a lot of those students, those learners, but by and large for the continent as well. And so when you think about it, ultimately, there are a couple of things that are very important from our perspective that I think we really committed to that really drive digital equity across Africa. The first item that I would highlight is clearly around equipment, having access to equipment and having the right equipment to make a difference. The second thing would be around computer literacy. It's incredibly important that the youth of Africa really have access to understanding how to use technology. Thirdly, I think probably a subject we don't talk enough about, which is having the right materials, learning materials that are really relevant for us to make progress. And then lastly, what I would say is the infrastructure piece, right? And particularly across Africa is having access to the internet. So, you know, these elements are incredibly important and we certainly invested in terms of making sure that we align to empowering a lot of those learners, a lot of those students. And in doing so, we've tried to make sure that these are tangible elements. So things like HP IDEA, which is really around our innovation and digital academy that we've launched in many countries to help empower those students, those learners to provide that access that is so well needed. Well, a great introduction. Thank you. And I understand a lot about what you're doing and I understand the depth at which you've taken your level of passion into the market and, and how you benefit not just the learner or the student and the teacher, but also the family and the parent. The parent who, and some of us who have children, know some of the pitfalls of what homeschooling brought. We understand that this new hybrid work environment or the hybrid learning world is something very, very different to what we embraced in the last decade or so. And the last year or year or two has definitely exponentially increased the need for people to see the difference between being able to access content, possibly on a smartphone or a shared device in the family, or really importantly, actually being able to learn using a PC, that larger screen. Can we talk a bit more about that to start with? Yeah, very important point that you're making. You know, what we're seeing as a trend from a transformational point of view, by and large, is that there's been a significant shift from kind of a device per household to a device per individual. 
So certainly, I think there's a recognition from a technology shift point of view that is absolutely ongoing as we speak. And we can see that through the demand that is generated across the globe. That being said, we also see a lot of the, I guess, concerns from a parenting point of view in terms of how they accommodated, but also, I suppose, how they supported their kids through their learning paths, right? There's this anxiety that is often driven through, you know, do I buy my child a laptop or a notebook? What are they going to do with that device? Are they going to be responsible with it? There's also a cost attached to it. So that being said, we're certainly seeing some transformation in terms of mind shift. What's important is that when you look at the PC that's become essential, is that you consider things like the 15-inch type screen size that is very important because it essentially helps that learning path. Because there are many, I guess, learners or students across Africa that are still using smartphone devices, as an example, which are not conducive to learning, right? We understand that there's battery drainage through the use of smartphone devices because you've got remote apps that are operating in the background while you're trying to do learning. The screen size is not conducive, just as an example. There's a lot of distraction on a mobile device. So ensuring that you've got the right equipment, and I think certainly we are seeing this maturity develop over time, it is something that is essential. Thank you. And a story close to home is that my nine-year-old was very privileged to be able to make use of a spare computer that I had during the lockdown period. And it was much easier for me to be able to help him with his homework working from home. And that in that learning environment that was being created for him and we were discovering together, then it would have been if the two of us were sort of looking over a smaller, you know, as privileged device. as he is, a smaller device just wouldn't cut it. You know, a smaller device is designed to read the column width of a newspaper article, not a textbook. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And I think these are the things that we need to understand, right, as parents, because there's a logical, but there's also a pragmatic approach to what you want your children to get out of this experience. And Mm. part of it is how do you access applications like Excel or Word, just as an example, right? You Mm. cannot really do that effectively on a smartphone device. Collaboration becomes extremely important. You mentioned that as a parent and child relationship, when you're going through that learning together, huddled over a smartphone device, you're not going to really accomplish some of the outcomes you're looking for. Mm. It's just not a great experience. And the other thing is that creativity, the ability through those various applications and through the functionality of the PC, it allows you to be curious. It allows you to take on that learning path and all those associated materials that are critical you know, for a child's learning. So absolutely spot on. Thanks. And I wanted to talk on, I mentioned the word textbook earlier, and it's made me think about the fact that when I left school, I brought a lot of my textbooks with me. When I left business school, I brought a lot of my textbooks with me, and I've never really gone back into them. But I've gone back into my computer over and over and over again. So before we jump into the post-school lever, which I'd love to talk about, what are some of the tools that the children need at the moment in education specific to the PCs? Look, I think from a tools point of view, there are a couple of things that are incredibly important just to drive, I guess, the experience. The first thing that I would say is obviously having good equipment, equipment that is going to be functional. So from a tools point of view, that's critical. And we've just spoken about that. The second thing that is really becoming more top of mind for many parents that are embracing that journey is really around security, whether it's hardware enforced, whether it's software enforced type security elements, because We understand that as soon as you connect, 
you are exposing the infrastructure somewhat to some threat, some cyber threat. So it's important to have some of that security in check as well. I would also say that computer literacy and the effect of having some support from a parenting point of view for your child to be curious around the tools that exist on the equipment, I think is very important as well. So allowing your child to kind of be playful with the device, I think is important. But a couple of things that I would highlight again, I would say, number one, the equipment around having an effective laptop and notebook, and we can get into some of that detail. But secondly, is just be mindful of what infrastructure you have, and then also what security you have just to make sure that protection is there. I love how you've put those forefront, where typically someone might say, and I know you've mentioned screen size, but you might start talking about RAM and processing speed and gaming applications and chips and bits. We at Tech Central understand that, and we love that. But the fact that you're positioning the security forefront is really reassuring for parents. So thank you for that. But on that note, what might a perfect PC look like? Look, and and very important, right? I think when you're making a choice around what equipment you want your child to use or yourself for that matter, if you're an entrepreneur, there are a couple of things I would highlight. The first thing is you want to consider the latest gen processor. I think that's very important. And your ticket to entry today is really around a Gen 10 i3 type processor. I think that's very important. Secondly, you spoke about the old days of having textbooks and not revisiting them, but capacity, extremely important. The storage from a digital point of view has really exploded. And and also the cost of storage has come down significantly. So I would say look to a one terabyte type SSD drive if you can. I think this will future-proof your environment by and large. You know, we spoke about screen size and the differences between smart devices versus mobile equipment in the form of laptops. Very critical, I would say, for learning. And I guess even entrepreneurship, the 15-inch type platform from a screen size point of view, very important. Now, there are a couple of new age optics that have come into the equation. Camera, very, very important. You know, we all, when you're remote, you're using your camera extensively, whether it's Zoom chat calls, classroom calls, where it's, you know, social networking. So a decent HD camera, very, very important. I would call out wireless connectivity. This is critical. That's a new kind of term that we need to get familiar with as well. Very, very important. Another item is this USB Type-C connector. So what you're seeing from a standardization point of view around mobile equipment is this is becoming kind of the standard item. So don't get caught out when you're trying to attach any peripheral type item into your equipment and it doesn't fit. So look out for that USB Type-C connector. I think that's important. And then the other thing that I would just call out, I guess, is make sure that you buy a robust device because what tends to happen from a mobility point of view is that whether it's learning, entrepreneurial type work, you know, you're slamming these devices into rucksacks or briefcases. And so you want something that's going to be somewhat hardy, I guess, as well, which I think is very important. The other thing that I'll just end off with is think about that security piece. We spoke about it, uh, positioned it, but it's always good during that purchasing decision just to see if there's a piece of security that's available on the device as well. Okay. And the advice you're also giving, and it sounds like, HP have a platform where I as a parent can go and find out a lot more about this and and understand security myself before trying to impart it on my learners or children in my household. So where do I find all that? And can we just assure the listener that part of this podcast is also attached as an article that might contain some links to those relevant feeds? 
Yeah, fantastic, James. I think very important. And we want to try and drive as much simplicity in the process as possible. But really, if you go to hp.com, you'll find the relevant information on the site. I think it's pretty intuitive. If you're going to look at learning, there's a student or a learning type icon that you can click on that'll give you some guidance and provide some detail around what would be functional. And certainly from our perspective, I spoke about the 15-inch laptop. This seems to be the sweet spot that we're seeing at the moment from many different perspectives, from a configuration point of view, from a cost point of view, and from a durability perspective. So, you know, that's the item that I would advocate. But most certainly, you can explore on the site the various elements, whether it's security, whether it's work-based units, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Super. Thanks, Bradley. And I think you've really positioned it beautifully. I'm already feeling more comfortable about what and where to go and look myself. Could you just talk a little bit more about HT Life? HP Life is something that I've had a look at online here. And I see that it's not actually closed to people that have purchased HP. No, not at all. No, not at all. As I say, I think... As vendors, generically, we have a responsibility to empower a better Africa or a better emerging market, wherever you may sit. In the context of Africa, you know, there are 223 million youth between the ages of 15 and 23, 24, with a huge ambition, right? They've got massive desires to grow their respective lives. And of course, when you think about the unemployment rate across Africa, you know, we have a big responsibility to help drive some of that empowerment. So HP Life is really a program that was born out of that particular initiative. It was recognizing the fact that there's a massive digital divide or digital inequity across Africa. And so we really wanted to do something that would make a difference. So it's essentially got 30 various material online courses available to anybody. You don't have to be an HP owner. And it really talks you through the entrepreneurial life cycle, whether it's finance, whether it's marketing, whether it's economics, et cetera. So setting somebody up for life. And more importantly, we've tried to cater for various communities, right? It comes in seven different languages. So to try and make sure that that flexibility is there and to make it as simple as possible for people to consume. And as I mentioned earlier, a device is great. It's fantastic and it's a critical need. It's essential. But the material and the opportunity to help part with some information that's going to drive literacy, even more important. And so we're working with various institutions through our HP Life initiative to ensure that we drive some of these elements and make a meaningful change across the continent. Bradley Pulford, on that note, for me, James Erasmus at Tech Central, you've touched on something perfect. Technology and education, two things very, very close to our heart. Thank you very, very much for your time today. Thank you for sharing your insights. Thank you for positioning education and the importance of PC and education as well as you have. And we very much look forward to our next conversations. Look forward to it, James, and really appreciate the opportunity to connect with everybody, right? Thank you, Bradley. Thanks very much.